Hey there, it's Janie Porter, and this is She Just Glows, the podcast. I'm gonna help you find joy and purpose in your life just as it is today. Not tomorrow, not when life is perfect, not when you win a million dollars or your kids finally stop peeing on the seat, but right now. I'm a life coach, a writer, a wife, and a mom of four. And just like you, I spend my days fighting through the pressure to be thin, happy, and have the perfect house and the perfect life. But here's the thing, I've never found perfection. What I have found is that it's so much better to just be real. So grab a cup of coffee and join me like you would a girlfriend. We'll talk mom life, body image, letting go of the lie of perfection, and learning to thrive in the chaos of our world today. You've got your own life coach in your back pocket now. This is She Just Glows, the podcast. Okay, so I don't know about you guys, but I'm not a resolution kind of person. Um, I love goals. I love working towards something, but something about starting every year with a goal that is two-dimensional and that I will probably lose traction with by mm, March, if I'm lucky, it just doesn't resonate for me. And maybe it doesn't resonate for you either. Look, there's a reason that I decided to share this episode in mid-January because it's not always feasible or realistic or reasonable to come up with our intention and thought for the new year at the very beginning of the new year. So I'm going to share with you today exactly what I do every single year and how I think this can help you make 2023 your best year yet. This is stuff I do to walk into the life that I want very intentionally by executing a plan. Okay, are you guys ready? So I'm going to map out exactly what I'm going to get to in this episode because I know you're a busy gal just like me. But, you know, the thing about resolutions, it feels like they're a sprint. And I'm running a marathon. I'm like doing life. And I want life to be reflective of me and be aligned. I want the life that I'm living to be aligned with what I truly want. It sounds obvious, but... When I take on new clients in Joy Coaching with Janie, I'm a joy coach, a life coach, and I help moms just like you find purpose and fire and spark in their lives again. A lot of times what we start with is getting life back into alignment with what you truly want. And if you're interested in working together, I would love to meet you through a free discovery call. You can get all the information about that on my website, which is linked in the episode notes. But I really think resolutions are overrated because what they do to me, they they imply that you have not had a pattern that aligns with the life you truly want. And that's the goal of life, isn't it? Resolutions are overrated because they imply that you have not had a pattern that aligns with the life you truly want. So this episode is my counterpoint to that. And it's all about something I used to think was really willy-nilly, but now that I've done it and lived it out, I'm going to preach it to you and pass it on to you. It's having a word of the year. I know, I know. It's so cliche. It's so, what does that even mean? A word of the year. I get it. I felt the same way until I started doing this three years ago, okay? Because having a word of the year is a way to align with the life you truly want. And this has been transformative in my life for several reasons. It sets my intention for the year from the outset. 
It helps me create a plan to live that word or words out. And I'm going to walk you through all of that. And then I execute the plan in a way that fits into my life. And so by the end of the year, like by December, I'm still there. I'm just following my practices and habits that I've set up for myself each day. And the rest takes care of itself. It's like an effortless way of living in alignment with the life you truly desire. Okay, so let me roadmap this episode for you because I know I like to know what I'm going to get out of a podcast episode when I get started. So I'm going to help you do three things today. First thing, choose your word of the year. I'm going to actually go over a list of over 150 ideas for you. So have a pen and paper ready or write it in the notes section of your phone. And I'll also share my words of the year for the last two years. Number two, I'm going to help you figure out how to live out that word. What does that mean? How do you put that into action? Three is the most important step. We're going to get into how to execute that in your own life, which is usually what doesn't happen with resolutions because you start out with this lofty goal and the only motivation is getting to that goal. And eventually what happens? You lose steam. So this mindset and this practice of having a word of the year is a way to avoid losing steam and just walk into a life that you actually want that feels really good from the inside out. And I'm gonna explain what I mean in a little bit because I know that this sounds very um, sort of big picture. I'm gonna get into the nitty gritty details with you. So we're looking at the energy that you want in your next year. And this is so much more motivating than a two-dimensional goal that you attach to a resolution. That's why it feels like a sprint when you do a resolution. The end goal, it's, you know, a certain weight. The idea with the word of the year is it wouldn't be a certain weight. It would be feeling confident in your clothes because that's the feeling that you're really after. Losing weight in and of itself isn't the motivator. Feeling confident is. Feeling good in your clothes is. So we're taking that two-dimensional goal of losing weight and making it a three-dimensional goal of feeling confident, the outcome of how you feel in your own skin, not just the number on the scale. I hope that makes sense. I hope you're tracking with me. So what I want you to do right now is I want you to think about what kind of feeling you want to experience in this year, in this year. And I love that we're doing this in mid-January. I usually take my time coming up with what kind of feeling I want for my word of the year. I usually don't even pick mine until February, maybe even March, okay? So you're not behind. You're ahead of the ballgame right now, all right? This is not something that just pops into your head on January 1. So think about what kind of feeling you want in this year. What direction do you want your life to go? And not just where do you want to go, but how do you want to feel on that journey? This might be motivated by a negative way that you felt last year, a negative way you may be feeling now. This might be motivated by knowing how on fire you were for life five years ago and plucking out words that speak to what that life felt like. This might be a life that you've been thinking about for a long time and you're ready to finally walk into. So here are some ideas for your word of the year. I found 150 ideas. I want you to get something to write down, but if you don't have anything, no worries. 
You can find the full list in the link in the episode notes. And I actually just Googled these and I found them on happinessishomemade.net. Okay, so here are a bunch of ideas for your word of the year. And then we'll get into how to implement it and live it out. Focus, grow, organize, simplify, bloom, brave, inspire, thrive, gratitude, consistency, balance, be, worth, elevate, today, less, mindful, considerate, calm, positivity, respect, appreciate, enlighten, intentional, flow, family, slow, possibility, persevere, love, more, reflect, light, heart, now, passion, joy, unlimited, kindness, play, thoughtful, deliberate, trust, conscious, increase, breathe, commit, seek, pause, forward, change, listen, free, build, flourish, move, renew, progress, explore, finish, hope, fearless, happy, spirit, glorious, grace, truth, belong, strive, always, compassion, energy, sacred, persist, bridge, determination, enough, improve, strength, encourage, wake, present, beauty, enthusiasm, connect, alignment, priority, create, new, faith, believe, transform, integrity, gentle, expansion, grounded, harmony, action, ambition, purpose, hero, dream, magic, shine, peace, try, teach, compromise, imagine, learn, wonder, embrace, courage, humble, wish, work, smile, meditate, lead, celebrate, relax, pray, sparkle, represent, whole, journey, prosper, contribute, 
discipline, laugh, hear, shift, delight, patience, cultivate, stillness, serenity, vision, wisdom, vulnerability, adventure, example, comfort, give, rise, perspective, glow, forgive, observe, soul. Oh my goodness, don't you just picture the feeling with each one of those words? How many did you write down? How many piqued your interest? Maybe 10? Take a look at your list and edit it down. You don't have to do it right away. Let it marinate. As my life coach says, noodle on it. Noodle on it. Let it marinate. Play around with it in your mind and really think through what shift you want to see in your life this year. Okay? No rush. And again, if you want to read that list instead of just listening to it, the link to that is in the episode notes of this podcast. Okay, so the second thing we're going to do is connect this word to your life. We're going to figure out what it means to live out this word in your life this year. So what I want you to do is think about the word and think about ways in your life that you can incorporate this word into what you already do and possibly into some new experiences, activities, habits, and patterns. Okay, so the best way to teach this is I will take you through an exercise I did when I was choosing my word of the year so that you can mirror what I did and I'll help you sort of walk through the process, okay? So back in 2020, I was feeling very bored. I was feeling very, well, I really should say it was, well, it was through 2019. So we're at the very beginning of 2020. This is before COVID and all of that. But I was feeling very bored. I was feeling very stagnant. I was also feeling that everything in life was such a chore. You guys relate to that? Like every little thing was work. And nothing was really new. I wasn't really pushing myself to change. I was just floating along, doing the status quo, and I was bored. So I came up at the beginning of 2020 with two words of the year. The first word was advance. And I wanted to advance my life. I wanted to push forward a little bit in a way that didn't feel overpowering or stressful but I wanted to advance my life in some ways. And the second word I chose at the beginning of 2020 was enjoy. I just wanted to start enjoying life more instead of looking at every day as a burden of chores and repetitive tasks that never end like laundry and dishes and disciplining and timeouts. I wanted to start enjoying more, okay? So again, think about your word for the year. And now we're going to work to connect that with your life. So when I thought about advancing my life, there were a few things that I really enjoyed that I wasn't doing. 
One of them was playing basketball. And this is actually an exercise that I do with clients when we first begin working together. You can learn more about this in episode four of this podcast. It's the exercise I start every client with, and it's called your happiness formula, okay? We all have a formula that includes very specific things to us that are happening when life is great. My formula, just to give you an example, is waking up early, it's eating clean, it's having daily time with the Lord, and it's not drinking. I think that's like four things, right? So if those things are happening in my life, I'm really happy. I'm doing, I'm doing well, okay? And that's what we want, right? Part of that process is reconnecting with your passions in life. And a lot of my clients, when we first start working together, think, I don't know what I enjoy anymore. I don't even remember. I don't know what I would even put in my happiness formula to reconnect with a spark for my life. And so one of the exercises I walk them through is going back to a time in your life when things were flowing, when you were joyful, when it was just working. You know, the, you know those times of life, like everything's flowing. The second place we can wander to is when we're a teenager. Rewind to those days when you were a teenager. Because if you think about it, while you still have a lot of maturing and growing and evolving to do as a teenager, you're kind of the essence of your adult self in some ways. Like the core of who you are was probably already formed by the time you were like 14. Don't you think? And when you're 14 or so, you're the most selfish you'll ever be in your life, right? I mean, teenagers, I mean, some of you guys are like, yes, I'm a parent to teenagers, amen. And so you end up doing things that you enjoy and only things that you enjoy. And yet as we age and have children and we're passing the 40 mark, it just feels sometimes like almost everything in our day is things that we wouldn't choose to do and that aren't really enjoyable. So as I thought about this word enjoy that I wanted in my life in 2020, I immediately went to playing basketball. I hadn't played basketball in years. Why would I? I was a mom of four kids. It's a busy time of life. Where am I gonna go play basketball? Who am I gonna play with? How does this even happen? But I wrote that down. When I connected with the idea of enjoy for 2020, I wrote down basketball. I also wrote down working out when kids are around because I found that I felt like I had to either do the chores of my day when the kids were around or I would have to separate so that I could actually enjoy myself. And this also, as a side note, has a really big thing to why I would drink a lot because it's either do regular life or enjoy myself and drink. Drinking allowed me to enjoy myself as I was doing regular life, as I was doing the chores, as I was doing the things that I had to do that otherwise really weren't fun. So this is all connected. So one of the things I wanted to try was enjoying a workout when the kids were around. Instead of having to separate, do the workout, that's a chore, get back with the kids, that can be a chore too. Why not make it enjoyable? And I remember on Christmas Day, of all days, I worked out with my family sitting on the dock. So they were sitting on the dock um, at our house here in Florida. We were relaxing, watching the boats go by. I don't mean to brag, but Florida's beautiful on Christmas, usually a really sunny, clear day. And 
I wanted to get my workout in. I wanted to feel good, but I didn't want to stop my enjoyment of being around the family. So I just worked out on the dock while they were right there and played some music we all love. So that was an example of a way of bringing enjoyment into my life. So connect with the word and the feeling that you want for 2023. And then think about instances that are already existing in your life where you can inject that word into what you're already doing. And the next thing I want you to do is think about new things you can try, new activities, new patterns, new habits that you can introduce in 2023 that represent this word and this feeling that you're after. One of my other words in 2020, so in 2020, my words were advance and enjoy. And when I thought of advancing, I thought of doing something that I'd been kind of afraid to do that would push me a little bit that would also be enjoyable. And that was windsurfing. So I added that to my list. Turns out I never did it because then my back had issues, but it was still on the list. I still have never windsurfed, maybe someday, but it was on the list. I realized also, and this is where I want you to really take inventory of your heart. What are you feeling bad and negative about right now? What are habits and patterns in your life that aren't working for you? One of them for me, back at the end of 2019 and early 2020, was I never called my mom. I would rarely call my mom. I always told myself I was busy. I had four kids. And then I would, and then I would be left feeling guilty about it because I wanted to be in touch with my mom. I wanted to know how she's doing, but I never took the time in life to call her. So I added that to the list of wanting to feel more enjoyment and advancing in 2020. Another thing I started thinking about was making my Sundays a sanctuary. I've talked about screen-free Sundays in my series, Stop the Scroll, which is episodes 29, 30, and 31. Every Saturday night, I turn my cell phone off to be away from my phone all day Sunday, and I turn it back on on Monday morning. But I wanted Sunday to be a sanctuary that I could enjoy and that I could feel that I was advancing spiritually and emotionally and in connecting with my family. So that was something else that popped into my mind as I tried to think about ways to live out this word, these words in my life. I wanted Sunday to be a sanctuary with no cell phone. I didn't want to drink alcohol on Sunday. Back then I was still drinking alcohol, so I at least wanted to cut it out on Sunday. And then I wanted to meal prep on Sunday to advance into my week, okay? So these are the ways that I sort of brainstormed implementing these words of my year for 2020 into my life. And I'm getting into detail because I feel like this is one of the things that you really need detail to understand. Um, so forgive me for going so long into my, into my example. So what we do from there is... We add those items to your calendar, and that's step three. Add the items to your calendar. So what did I do? Okay, first of all, this is a whole other post that I will put in the episode notes, but the digital calendar that holds every single thing in your family's life is so important, and I invite you to walk into organizing your life that way. It is such a game changer, and so it becomes so easy to try to live out your word of the year by having your calendar, the list of items, five to 10 items, 
five to 10 things that you can do through the year to get closer to this word of the year that you've chosen. The next step is just putting them in your calendar. Plug them in. Plug and play, right? So what did I do? I added an item in my calendar that said, call mom. Every week, it's in my calendar to call my mom. And guess what? Because it's in my calendar, I do it. I find a time to do it. So that guilt was gone. That burden that I was carrying was gone. The next thing I did was find a time to go windsurfing. I found the company to go with. I scheduled the babysitter. I did it right then and there. It was probably for a couple months out, but I scheduled it. And like I said, I had back issues and didn't end up going, but that's another story. At least it was, at least I tried. Every month I would have an item in the calendar that said, play basketball. And every month I would play basketball. I ended up bringing the basketball to the, uh, to the park that we go to after school. It was fun. My kids would play with me and shoot hoops sometimes. Other times I'd just dribble myself. It made me feel good because I was getting back in touch with me. And it was my way of living out these words of the year. Every Saturday night at 7 p.m., I had a repeating event in my calendar. I actually still have this in my calendar. It says, advance and enjoy, colon, turn off cell phone, prepare to drink water, and meal prep tomorrow. (laughs) Because I didn't want to put, don't drink alcohol. I didn't like that. So I said, turn off cell phone, prepare to drink water, and meal prep tomorrow. And in my calendar, that's what it says every Saturday night. And the fun thing about having a digital calendar is you can put in, like I had call mom. In front of it, I have advance and enjoy to remind me of the vision of why I'm doing this. Advance and enjoy, colon, call mom every week. This is so doable. And this is the step that so many of us miss because we're so obsessed with the results, but we fail to enact, visualize, and then execute a plan to get there. So I'm telling you, putting this in your calendar is the most important step. It is step three. Put it in your calendar because once it's in your calendar, you will do it. And if you need help getting to the point where you have things in your calendar and you do what's in your calendar, I'm going to share a post in the episode notes that you can read. Get your entire life on one calendar. It will save you every time. So step one, come up with your word. Step two, write down five to 10 things that you wish for your life and how you can live that out. Connecting the word to your life. Step three, put it in your calendar. And step four, execute. Live it out. In 2021, I didn't choose a word of the year. I was trying to figure out, did I choose a word of the year? I didn't. (laughs) But I will say that's the year I decided to say goodbye to alcohol. So that probably took all my mental and emotional energy. Check. I can check that box. That was 2021. 2022, my word of the year was lighten. Lighten. And just to flesh out what I'm talking about when it comes to connecting your word of the year with how to live that out in your life, I'm going to share how I did that with the word lighten in 2022 as you continue to mull over and think about the word of the year that you want in your life. So as I entered into 2022, life was just feeling really heavy, really dark, The problems seemed deeper than they had been in previous years. Everything felt like a burden, and I was just feeling so heavy. 
And so I wanted to live out the word lighten in 2022. And I had to think about what does that mean to me? I decided that in 2022, the word lighten meant Bible study and prayer every day at 5 a.m. And let's be honest, I don't get up every day at 5 a.m., but at some point I try every day to be in the word, even if it's just for five minutes. Lighten also meant going to church every Sunday. I also thought about fun ways to connect with my husband and, and thought about some different date nights and then talked about that with him. And then lighten in the moment was checking in with myself, keeping my commitment to be alcohol free. And that really helped me enjoy the memories with my kids instead of feeling like it's a daily grind. You know, like instead of wishing away those moments and fast forwarding them like I used to do with alcohol, sit in them and enjoy. Like enjoy the bedtime story. Don't rush through it so you can get your wine, right? Slowing down. And so the next step, you know, step three, plug and play. Plugged it in my calendar. So every day in my calendar, even still, I have the word lighten, colon, Bible study and prayer. That's a repeating item every day. I even put church in the calendar and I have the word lighten in front of it so that I remind myself of the vision here. And so on and so forth with the other items in, in my life. And it goes on with the other items I talked about too. I thought of ways to implement and live out fun ways to connect with my husband, fun inventive date nights, or just easy, simple things to do together. And I plugged him in the calendar. I spoke with him about it. So come up with your word. Write down five to 10 things that you wish for your life and how you can live that word out. Put it in your calendar and then, girl, it's so easy. Just execute. Just do whatever your calendar says every day and you're going to be there. What a gift to give yourself to walk into the end of 2023 realizing that you don't need a resolution. You are already taking steps to live in alignment with a life that you truly want, that feels good from the inside out. So that's just part of my process that I wanted to share. If you need support in any of this, that is literally what I do and I would love to help. You know where to reach me. I'm so glad we got to do this today. Listen, everybody knows word of mouth is the best advertising. So if you liked what you heard, follow, share, leave a review. And there's so much more where that came from. Go to shejustglows.com to read words of encouragement and inspiration that you just might need today. There you'll also learn about my work as a life coach and how we can work together. My publications have been viewed more than 4 million times by moms around the world. We have such an amazing community. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and well, that's all I got right now. I've decided I'm too old for TikTok. Remember, you've got this. You are enough. I'll see you next time. And until then, you glow girl.